0: Always remember to consult with your physicians before making any changes to your current treatment plan. Welcome to Living With Anxiety with your host, Rosaria Kozar. Today I have with me Jasmine Joya, better yet known as Jazzy J. Today is about the world outside of the hospitals. There are so many opportunities to make our children maintain their childhood, so to speak, and have fun just like any other child. One of these fantastic places is Camp Ronald McDonald. Jasmine frequently visits hospitals across the country to spread the word of the camp. She speaks to prospective families and collaborates with key community partners to ensure every family has the opportunity to experience the impact of this camp and what it can provide. Jasmine engages with these eligible families to participate in camp programs and prioritizes building relationships with highly distinguished oncology-based organizations to be at the forefront of family support. Jasmine has told me she is very committed to the population she works with and believes in the strong, supportive impact of this program. She was born and raised in Los Angeles, California. She attended the University of California, Riverside, where she graduated with a degree in sociology and business administration, specifically marketing, which ignited her passion for this type of humanitarian work. What makes her story so very interesting is she was once a camper too. She knows what the camper's experience and can truly relate with their struggles. So, that said, I welcome you to my show, Living with Anxiety. Thank you so much
1: and thank you for that intro. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, my goodness. I welcome you to the show. Thank you for coming on. And I understand that you have a backstory, too, as you had told me before. Can you tell me a little bit about it?
1: I do. Um, so my journey with uh, Camp Ron McDonald for Good Times started in 2007, um, and I was a former camper myself. Um the population we serve are siblings and their patients. So for me, the way I discovered, uh, camp was through my hospital while I was receiving treatment. Um, so I was a patient years ago, technically kind of still am, um, but not as in intense as it was before. Um, so now I just, um, giving back to the place that has given me the most.
0: Wow. Wow. I mean, it's so hard as a parent to understand what people go through, survivors go through. And I'm so happy that you had this camp to lean back on. Now, you said you found out about it through your hospital, but how old were you? And were you apprehensive at all? Or was this something that just came naturally? And I was 11
1: years old. Um and they had introduced the idea of camp to me when I first started. And my first response, as many kids say, um, parents, uh, I said, no, <laughs> I had no interest uh, just because I was tired and I was also very um, shy as a kid. So thinking of putting me in a cabin with other people that I don't know for a week straight uh, without my family uh, was definitely nerve-wracking. <laughs> so I didn't make my decision to join camp until uh, two or three years after. Uh, and then I told myself, Mom, I, d- I don't know why we said no in the beginning. We should have just said yes and just done it. Um, but I'm very grateful for the time that I had as a camper. And now that I transition into a different role uh, I'm even more grateful to see the ins and outs and more insight about camp.
0: So I have to ask, because you said you didn't want to go initially. What clicked for you? What pushed you to ultimately attend? I think for me, what clicked was just um,
1: just that chance to give myself that opportunity to gain things that I kind of lost in the process. Um, and by that, I mean, um, you know, I feel that childhood cancer really... S- sometimes steals away the opportunity to just be a kid um, because you're constantly in the hospital, you know, you're getting your IVs, you're getting your treatments and you don't get to play outside. You don't get to interact with other people because your, your immune system is not as strong. Um, I can't do certain things because people think I don't have the strength to do so. Um, But at camp um, kids can do the exact opposite. They can do everything and anything because that's how the program is designed. Um, so when I meet other kids, I just tell them, you know, give, give it an opportunity. Um, if you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. Um, but I think you should give it a shot um, and see how you feel uh, because you owe it to yourself, that just that chance and that opportunity.
0: So you mentioned a little bit earlier that you were nervous because your family wasn't going to be there. So my question to you is, is this camp just for kids or is it also for families yeah so we have two separate programs we have our summer
1: camp program which is targeted for patients and siblings nine through 18 or high school graduation um, and they stay with us for six days and five nights um, and that's a completely different ball game targeted towards you know making sure those kids get that confidence and that um, you know feeling a sense of independency and self-reliance and having a sense of support. Those are our goals with every activity and every interaction while they're with us. And then we have a special unique program, uh, which is Family Camp. And we also offer it um, for Spanish-speaking families. We're the only Spanish-speaking camp in Southern California. So we have the immediate family come up to camp, spend a weekend with us, um, and just to have that opportunity to be a family and united and not feel that separation of what often hospital visitations can be, you know, mom and dad have to be, you know, with the patient. And sometimes the siblings are either with a babysitter or someone else, you know, so it's that chance for them to be united. So for us, you know, the cancer is not really just for, it, it is diagnosed with the patient, but we consider it in our eyes and our lenses, a cancer is not everybody in the family it's in mom it's in dad it's in the siblings and it's in the patient because it's affecting everybody so we want to make sure that we're supporting everyone in the family and that's what that weekend is designed for and for Um, them to meet other families as well um so that they know that they're not alone in that journey
0: wow from that alone i can just tell that the camp really respects everybody's emotional being so to speak. Yes, it's very, very, very important to us. And at Camp Ronald McDonald, uh, where exactly is it located in California?
1: Yeah, where are we? Um, we're located in Idyllwild. Um, So it's in the mountains of San Jacinto, um, kind of near Hemet Riverside area, a little bit past that. Uh, but we're in a nice, cool little mountain. Uh, we have a 60-acre a campsite uh, filled with various activities, um, depending on what weekend they come. Uh, and we just get ready to to welcome new families and make sure that they have a weekend or time with us to remember.
0: That's great. And just to go back on, you said you had uh, a form of leukemia and you were really exhausted yes. and tired. So on oh, site, yeah. how do the kids deal with that because at times you need medication or you need, uh, attention that possibly an ecology team might have to provide you with. So how do you remedy that? Right.
1: Um, so we have our, our own medical team, um, available 24 seven for the kids and families that are with us during their stay. Um, and they stay in what we call the med shed, which is, um, the room, it's like a miniature uh, clinic room with oxygen tanks and tables and IV poles and all that you can think of that you see at your clinic or hospital. It is right there available uh, at camp. You know, if we ever have a camper that doesn't feel well, um, they can take a visit to the med shed with our oncology doctors and nurses um, that just they also volunteer their time. So they they will be there to make sure that each kiddo feels Comfortable and feel safe, and also so the parent also feels reassured. Um, and during their times of taking medications, um, our medical staff will do their rounds during uh, our lunch or dinner, or when whenever medications need to be dispensed, um, they'll give it to them at the appropriate time and hour, and just oversee the entire medical process. So they are a huge portion of our work when they are with us to make sure that everybody feels safe in every aspect. So they, they they're, they're great, great group of people.
0: That's great that you offer that type of support system. But Mm -hmm. I want to also piggyback off that you guys are camp Ronald McDonald and uh, I, I stayed at a Ronald McDonald house and I had to pay a small fee. So how are you related to them and how much does the camp cost? Yeah. So we are
1: affiliated with the Ronald McDonald house charities um, so, we're kind of under a little bit of an umbre- umbrella, um, if you will. So, we have the Raw McDonald's charities, and then we have the Raw McDonald's houses, which support families that are also having patients that are being treated uh, at a nearby hospital to stay. And then you have camp, which is a separate entity. Um, we are only oncology based, that's the population we serve. Um, but if I correct myself, as uh, so of recent, we created a new family camp weekend where we serviced families that have stayed at a raw mcdonald house previously regardless of their diagnosis so it didn't have to be um just oncology so that just launched this year which we were really
0: excited about um that's fantastic
1: yeah so we really wanted to spread that we're very excited and proud that that happened super successful um but with the relationship with uh the raw mcdonald house charities we do receive funding from mcdonald's which we are super grateful for Um, And then the rest of the funding we have to do by ourselves with our amazing development team. They create uh, fundraising campaigns like our Walk for Kids. Um, We have our galas and special events to make sure that we are fundraising and with the help of our generous donors um, that we make this program completely cost free. Um, So coming to camp, you do not have to pay anything. Um, we provide everything that each camper needs. So food, they're going to be staying with us. Um, if they need to be driven up to camp, we do provide transportation from our Ronald McDonald houses during our summer camp and our family camp programs. Um, so we'll have a Greyhound-style travel bus arrive at an L.A. house or Loma Linda house, and they're ready to pick up our families to to take them to camp, and they will bring them straight back after All our fun is over. Um, So every aspect is cost-free. So we don't have to put that kind of uh, burden on our families, that financial burden. So we want to make sure that they have an opportunity um,
0: to just have fun, really. Yeah. And in having fun, I assume you you want some type of outcome for each camper when they leave. So what are are some of those outcomes that you hope for?
1: Well, we hope... um, you know, we always say that we hope that when they go down the mountain, they, they take a little piece of camp with them because we feel that the world would be a better place if, you know, if every day was like camp. So that's one thing that we ask that maybe there's one memory, one interaction that they had and they take it back down with them and spread that um, wherever they may be. Um, For our campers individually, we also hope that they get a sense of confidence um, and independence um, and self-reliance and that they feel that they have been had a sense of support uh, during their time with us so that, you know, whenever they're feeling a certain way, they can remember um, when they were at camp and just hopefully that can kind of inspire them to to be the best version of themselves and, and grow in every aspect because they can do anything that they want to do that they set their mind to. Wow,
0: that's really inspiring. And it's great that it's out there for those children and you promote those values. So, unfortunately, I'm going to skip topics here a little bit, but it's well known that not every child with cancer makes it. That said, once a child leaves camp and the families leave camp, do you just kind of push them to the side or do you maintain a relationship with the family? No, no, we do. Um, Yeah, that's
1: definitely one of the challenges that we have. Um, We do keep in touch with, with the families. We do have events where Families will reunite again together and they're, of course, invited because, you know, they developed those relationships and those families were a part of their journey. Um, And we definitely don't want to strip that away. Um, What we say is the minute that a camper or a family steps on our grounds or interacts with the staff member, Um, they are a part of our camp family. So at the end of the day, um, we're never really going to go away (laughs) unless they don't want us in their lives, which we hope that doesn't happen. Um, But we always um, have them, you know, come at whatever event we have um, with open arms to make sure that they feel supported in, in all parts of their journey.
0: Wow, you know, that's really heartwarming and refreshing to hear because not all agencies do that. Not all agencies maintain that type of relationship with the people that were involved with their agency during treatment. So just, wow, that's fantastic. My understanding is the program started in 1982. Yes. And... Let's just say, I am picked up in one of your Greyhound buses, I'm <laughs> dropped off at the camp. What happens?
1: The minute you step on—not in
0: 1982,
1: no—but the minute you step on campground or anywhere there is camp, you are most likely going to be um approached by a camp counselor or a staff member. Uh, one or two or three. They get very, very eager uh, to meet everybody that comes our way. Um, they will ask you how you're doing, oh, if there's anything that they can do for you, they'll try to get to know you a little bit more and make you feel a little bit more at home. Um, so what we try and do is I just want you to think of a place where you feel most comfortable and most safe and most at home. Um, we try to translate that up at camp. We want to make sure that camp is that same um, kind of sense of home uh, to everybody. So you're going to be greeted. You're going to be asked to play games. You're going to be asked to get a little dirty, have some fun, meet some other people, engage people that you haven't you know, met before. Um, and step outside your comfort zone because we also want you to grow. So it's a lot of dynamics, a lot that happens. Once you come to camp, everyone's super excited to meet you and get to know more about you. And at the end of the day, they're super grateful that you gave us even the chance to want to be with us and spend time with, that, uh, with us. So we want to we wanna make that worth your while. And that's super valuable to us is your time.
0: And as a camper, if it still exists today, what was your favorite activity that you did there? Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> Ooh, to go back. Um, I think my favorite was probably a cabin night. Um, so throughout the week, there's different activities, but there's one specifically called cabin night where your cabin, you do a specific activity that your counselors plan prior to your arrival Um, and I remember for my cabin night, we did like a spa night. So it was a lot of face masks. There was, um, yeah, it was so fun. It was like nails being done. There was like tie dye happening uh, of t-shirts, um, and everyone just having fun and just really getting to know each other and exchanging, um, you know, conversation. And I remember from that moment, I got really close with one of my cabin mates, who's actually a dear friend of mine. And we're still in touch now years later. Uh, and we bonded. Yeah, we, um, we were talking about something. Oh, we were talking about our favorite foods. And we're like, well, what's your favorite food? And I said, um, I really like pupusas And she's like, wait a second are you Salvadorian? Which is my background. I'm Salvadorian American. And that's one of our traditional foods. And she's like, I'm also Salvadorian. And we're like, what? That's crazy. So we just, we were just so happy. And over the moon, we wrote letters and sent it to our parents that we met another Salvadorian person. Um, And she's one of my best friends to this day. So she actually sent me a text right before this, uh, right before we did this podcast. So uh, she's
0: incredible. That's great that you have this lifelong friendship.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's beautiful that the camp promoted that for you. Yeah. But what I find ironic is that this is something you didn't even want to do. So people should really look into it. Right. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> something I did not imagine myself uh being in. Um, but years later here we are. And um I'm very proud and very happy of the the decision both my mom and I made. Definitely one of the best.
0: One more question about the camp itself. Yes. Well, actually two. Do you allow people to fly there? And then also about adaptability for handicap. Yeah. Uh,
1: So we have families that fly, um, you know, from out of state, Um, even volunteers that fly out of the country, uh, to come to to visit us um, so usually they will um, they will fly in um, and they'll drive to wherever the pickup will be or they'll drive up to camp themselves um, so that they can be a part of our programs and our campgrounds is not there it's not too um, uh, what I like to say mountainy um it's a our our it, our 60 acres is pretty flat, actually. So it's pretty easily accessible for um, those that are handicapped or, you know, using wheelchairs or, you know, even need to take a break from too much of the walking distance. Um, it's definitely designed for anybody to to come up to camp and we're, we're able to make it happen because uh, we don't want that to be a limitation or the reason why they can't come up. And we even have our Our own special, what I call camp kind of wheelchair bikes, Uh, super fun designed wheelchairs that have, you know, the wheels for kind of being in the mountains. You know, those tires are super intense and they can go at, you can travel anywhere in there. Um, So we have those and provide those. So in case, you know, you bring your wheelchair and you feel a little stuck, let's upgrade you to a camp wheelchair. That way we can really um, take a venture off.
0: Well, I'm happy to hear that. There is accessibility for people that may have a handicap and need some assistance. So I have forgot to ask you, are there any age requirements in relationship to the camp? And of course, how do we contact you? Is there a better method one way or another? Oh, yes. Yeah. So age
1: requirements for summer camp, um, the patients and the siblings need to be nine years old and the program goes up till they graduate high school. Um, so the, the year they graduate that summer um, after that will be their last um, summer to attend. Um, and then for family camp, it's for patients. I say zero because we have babies that come up. Um, so zero through eight years old. And then once the patient uh, ages out, they now qualify for summer camp. So that's oftentimes when our parents get a little sad (laughs) because they don't come to camp. But they can come to our reunion camp that we have, which we designed for that reason exactly. Um, So they can come to that. That happens every other year. Um, And then uh, you can visit our website, uh, which is www.rmhcsc.org forward slash camp. There we have our videos. You ha- can access, um, you know, personal stories, personal anecdotes. Um, or if you if you don't like online uh, and you know filling out an inquiry, that's fine. You can call our office, and our number is right there too on the website. you can give me a call, and anybody is more than happy um, to put you on board with us and experience the camp experience.
0: Well, that sounds easy enough. And I did hear the word volunteer and I know that we have some listeners that listen out of curiosity and are not in the cancer world. So can they go there for volunteer information? Yes. If they want to volunteer, you know, there's definitely
1: different volunteer opportunities to our events Um, volunteering up at our campsite as a counselor or if you and your family just want to help you know make our cabins look a little nice we also have work weekends where you can stay with us for a weekend and you can help um, fix camp and make it look a little nice there's definitely different opportunities you can reach us out through that same number um, and say that you're interested in volunteering and we'll put you right in contact with um, our volunteer manager
0: that sounds easy enough and thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it and the opportunity has been great and i also hope that people sign up for the camp it sounds fantastic i wish i knew about it
1: yes i hope so too thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it we all do
0: it's my pleasure and just as a reminder you're listening to living with anxiety with your host rosaria Coza please visit my website at www.livingwithanxiety.org and subscribe to my podcast.